podcast first of the new year 2018 um i would say happy new year's to everybody but it, it's kind of late for that we're now yeah, we're uh, 10 it. days into new you can't be saying a happy new year 10 days or so yeah. into the new year but uh good to see you in the new year i don't think you're being sincere it's okay. <laughs> it is good to see you. It's, it's, it's good to be back. <laughs> I'm in a problematic mood today. So, um, that sh- might be a problem for you. It's <laughs> not going to be a problem for me. That, that much I know. First of all, first of all, I want to remind everybody listening that they never thought we would make it this far. And I'm going to keep that theme going. So now you can set us up for You didn't, for say, you what? didn't say it with the same energy. No, I'm not going to do that today. Okay. I told you I don't feel like it. Okay. And, and nobody, nobody's going to care anyway. I, so, didn't, I didn't care. It is what it moving, is. Moving, <laughs> moving on. It's good, it's good to be back in the new year. Uh, we thank everybody for listening to our uh, end of the year. We talked about some of the favorite, our favorite hip-hop albums uh, and, so, and some other things. And so I shocked everyone by putting oh, you by not everyone. putting Freddie Gibbs at number one. <laughs> that, 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 that was a shock. We'll, we'll see if that continues for Brian in 2018. For but after Bandana w- when it comes out? Nobody cares. We're going to actually get into that right nah, now. Nah, nobody yeah, cares. we are. Nobody <laughs> cares. Uh, so 2018 is here, and there's always – I, I want to start off because, you know, at this time of year, we say at the end of last year, uh, a lot of people, you see it on social media, everybody's like, hey, new year, new me. I'm going to be <laughs> doing this. I'll be doing that. I'm going to – you know, I have all these resolutions that I'm going to do it. And – I don't know what you think about resolu- New Year's resolutions. I'm fine. I think you should have goals. I think you should have things that you yeah. strive for. Yeah, yeah. But I think people are overall just a little bit corny with the New Year's resolutions but on y- social media. You know what it is? Yeah, that's what it is right there. Yeah. It's social media. They have the platform to do it. So everybody's just going to be corny and just, you know, new year, new me and start new things and this like that. Although I will say this. Uh, I regularly go to the gym. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because I actually went to the gym like one of the first days of the new year. And it was more crowded oh, than it normally is. Of course, that's how it is. always is. You know what I mean? When, like when, when I used to, when I used to personal train, in the beginning, first you know January, it's crazy. And one of my best friends, he's a personal trainer. He does that for a living, and it's crazy. He does some training for Equinox, and it's crazy. They, you know, everybody's there. But then you give it, give it three weeks. People can't even do a month. Mm-hmm. They can't even make it through January. <laughs> it's like they can't even be about what they say they're gonna be about. Give them three weeks gym is like it was before yeah and that's the thing that i guess i would say bothers me about it i'm not here to be a hater uh but at the same time but at the same time it's like man if you're gonna have a new year's resolution a stick to it and b don't be so corny about it you see here's the problem you can say these new new year resolutions on you know twitter you can post something on instagram you can say whatever you want to say but there's nobody to hold you accountable to this (laughs) so a lot of people are gonna say yo new year new me i'm kicking all the hate out of my life that's another thing everybody's got haters right everybody have you seen wait have you seen the meme have y'all seen this meme you know the woman who's carrying like all the all in her bag like you know hate envy and all that that already sounds corny and she's stepping up a ladder and then it's towards like love and then it's towards like you know uh, happiness and money and all this stuff and things like that and people post that as one of the new. Really? <laughs> I'm looking at your face really? right now. <laughs> really? So that's what they left behind in the old year and that's what they're Yo, going I'm towards. I'm all in the new about year. the symbolism of that and I think you sometimes have to leave things behind from year to year and go forward. I just find it interesting that so many people have to put it out there yeah. for everybody else to know. It's almost like look at me, I'm changing my life. But it's like all right, so but what if? You know, six. If you posted something out there and said, "Hey, I'm going to do this in the new year," and I know you, and then I see six months later, I'm like, "Yo, but you, you really haven't done a damn thing." 
Like, who holds you accountable to that? But not even that. If I posted something new or something that I want to see in the new year, yes. you probably look at me funny anyway because you know I don't normally do that kind of thing. All I did was reflect it on the But year. if it was, I, th- <laughs> I think what we should do, I think what everybody should do is hold their people that they know to do this accountable. Go back two months from now, pull up that post and be like, yo, did you really lose that weight? <laughs> and look at those people and be like, nah, you didn't. <laughs> like, so next year you might not want to do it. It's just nobody gets held accountable for the stuff that they put out. That's that's my problem with it. Word. A few months in, you we, we need We need New Year's resolution checkers. That's what we need. New Year's resolution. People to check them real quick. New Year's quick. resolution fat, fact checkers. Yeah. That's, I said that's fat because we were talking about weight. <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I mean, that's no. it. I'm, that's just came to my mind because one of the popular Oops. things that, that people people do. You know, yeah. did you did you make any New Year's resolutions? Is there anything new you're uh, going to be doing for 2018? I mean, uh, you know, it was funny, too. I was thinking about this. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I want to. But they're kind of the same thing I had last year in terms of like the, the I'm mostly at the point now where there are things I just want to build on in terms of I feel like, you know, my opinion, like I had a great 2017 in terms of things that I was able to do and like build and things like that and i just want to build right. upon that in 2018 take the next step so to speak but yeah i mean you know you obviously want like good health more financial stability more money in your savings accounts uh start saving your money now kids if you haven't already that's my message for the day but yeah like things like that those are things that like i really want to work on and obviously you know taking this podcast to what we believe is the next level and then the level after that, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody wants to progress. You know, I, I, I think the things I also see from people, too, sometimes around New Year stuff and social media is that, oh, my God, last year was so bad. And I think one of the things I've learned yeah. that I've gotten older is even the years that you think are rough for you, they're not really as bad as you think. It's just where, what you, where you needed to go to the next chapter of your life. Yeah. So when you look back at some of them, oh, this year was so rough for me, and it's like, when you look back, it's not looking back and saying it wasn't bad. It's looking back and understanding that it was purposeful mm-hmm. in you getting to where you had to go. Right. And so, you know, I'm, I know personally for me, I'm grateful for a lot of things I started last year, you know, like this podcast and some other content we've done on Backpack Broadcasting that y'all should be checking out. Um, and, and that we're going to continue to do this year. So for me, it's just always building and getting better. And that's always my focus. So I don't really, I'm kind of like you on that page. I don't really have anything else beside that. It's just, you know, how do I build? How do I get better? How do I become more focused on on certain things, and um, that's that's what I do. I mean, are there things I'm looking forward to in 2018? Of course. Oh, that's what I want to get into. Yeah, of course. Because of there course are things th- I'm looking forward there to. are a lot of things in 2018 that we're rumored to get, supposed to get, whatever things that are actually coming out. We've talked about uh, Black Panther. Yes, I'm and very. I'm I know very you're excited very for excited for that. Very excited. I was very excited, not even when I saw the trailer uh, the first time, but when I heard the Vince Staples joint. On the trailer, the backpack song yes. from Big Fish Theory, and I love that song, and I like the use of it. So I was like, "Ooh!" So that got my attention because I'm a big, big, I'm uh, big Vince Staples fan. Everybody so. black is excited. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna speak for everybody black. You know, I'm serious. You know how I, I know, know you're serious. At, no, it's and you're right. There's numbers to prove. I'm on this. Twitter. This isn't even just me saying this. <laughs> the, the pre-sale. I already have my tickets for Black for Black Panther. That's mm-hmm. how serious it is. Yes, it's serious. It's serious. Got my tickets for got my tickets for Black Panther, February sixteenth. I will be in the building. <laughs> I will be watching it. He'll Don't be there February fifteenth, camping out. Nah, it's never that serious. <laughs> never that serious. Nine p.m. But this has done this has done more pre-sale tickets than any other Marvel movie. And I can you know, believe that. And you look, I think it's huge because I think you know, obviously, I can speak to this as a as a black person. You haven't seen that much representation of yourself in superhero mm. movies, and there's a group of people 
with the strength and the unity that's being shown in Black Panther. Yeah. So is that why they're getting on? That. Is that why they're getting on Michael B. Jordan for dating white women? Well, the people who are doing that, I think that's stupid, <laughs> um, and they're taking it way too seriously. Um, I agree. I think it is too. I I'm think just saying, it way like, too seriously. I think that's part of it, but I think those people are they're, they're lost. I'm just gonna call it out, call wait, them out on let's, that. Let's stay there for a second because I remember like seeing on social media when that story was kind of going around, yeah. and people were like, "Oh, why couldn't he wait until after Black Panther dropped?" Who cares? Yeah, that's what I said. It's Who like cares? so. So what? It's not like he's. An- it's not like. Um, it didn't matter. Those people that are angry would have been ma- angry after Black Panther dropped anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not gonna change anything. Yo, you can always be mad. See, see. <laughs> This, see, this is why people have been for years have been questioning why Twitter is still free, and well, we'll see if it still is after that whole net neutrality thing. But no, <laughs> no but yeah, I'm, Black Panther is definitely one of the things I'm excited for. I am excited that uh, Kendrick uh, Lamar's doing executive producing the soundtrack for that. Um, I like the first single they released with SZA. He and SZA released. I think the song is dope. Um, so I'm excited to hear how that whole soundtrack comes together. We talked about. At the end, like you mentioned this earlier, uh, yeah. end of the year, best hip-hop albums list. And there are a lot more that are supposed to come out this year. Perhaps it didn't come out last year or that are just supposed to come out this year in general. And Lewis, our producer today, who's usually our director of photography, was talking to us earlier about how he thinks this year is probably going to suck because last year was so good. But I understand where he's coming from. Uh, I do, too, because this year is going to be a hard year to follow up. Yeah. Which is why it was probably the best year that we've had in years because all those other years were hard to follow up. But with that being said, there are a lot of projects that we both are looking forward to this year. Yes. Um, one of whom, Royce the Five Nine, is dropping two things, and I want to get your thoughts on that because I feel like Prime Two is coming. Oh, I so feel well, like it's coming. A too. couple months, a couple months ago, I think DJ Premier said that it was in mixing stages. I think I, I had seen a video of him saying that. I, I hate when they do that. In like September, October. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't want to just give me the date. Let yeah. me know when the dates come yeah. in. Mad Lib did the same don't, thing. Don't don't tease me with that. You know, it's like it's like going to the strip club and music. You're, you're teasing me, and it's nah. Just give me the album, man. Like, I thought you were gonna give us a strip club story, but okay. No, no. I that'll come another. I would have been here. That'll, for that. that'll come at another time. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm excited for Prime 2. I really like the first Prime. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. Are you more excited for Book of Ryan, though? No, I'm more excited for Prime. Okay, fine. Definitely more excited for Prime. <laughs> That's the five Book nine. of Ryan will be his solo Other album, album so, yes. 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 Hip Hop DX put together a great list, so shout out to them. I'm just looking through it now. Oh, we were talking about Cardi B before we went on, and she's somebody who's gotten a lot of attention. Uh, she's somebody who I'm kind of like, all right, uh, guest verse, guest verse, guest verse. It's cool, but I kind of want to hear the album now. Just see if you can make an album. She, I think she's kind of doing what, in the same vein of what we saw with Drake. You know, a friend of mine actually was brought this up to me, this this example I'm about to give. So it wasn't and my Nicki thought. Minaj? Yeah, sort of that before they had dropped their first albums, they were kind of putting themselves out there everywhere on a whole lot of features, keeping themselves relevant while they worked on that album. <laughs> and why you're smiling is so ridiculous <laughs> that I can't even get into but, um, you know, I think I think I understand where you're coming from the point with Cardi B. I think I'm at the point now. It's like, all right, yeah, I want to see um, what she can do as an album. I actually do think Cardi B has some talent. I think she can spit. I, um, I just want to see how she is, like, overall with her song making and actually putting together a body of work that's not a mixtape. So I'm intrigued to see what she can do. Um, am I dying to, to, you know, no, but I'm intrigued to see what she can do. Uh, also, I'm intrigued to see The Roots, if I need to drop an album, uh, Endgame, I want to hear that. Definitely want to see what J. Cole's got coming up next. Um, 
Klein is here for people who can't see. He's on his laptop and he's enlarging, <laughs> enlarging on his screen. Freddie Gibbs and Madeline because nobody would have believed that Brian could not wait for another Freddie Gibbs album. I just happened to be scrolling down the list. I saw that he was there. So I was taunting you for the last 60 seconds, which is why I bust out laughing before. Uh, that is obviously an album that I'm looking forward to. <sighs> obviously. <yeah. laughs> obviously. Um, no, I mean, what? I, that is know, allegedly in the mixing stages. I guess other than music, I feel like as far as sports goes, I'm looking forward to free agency. Definitely a free agency. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I mean, this year's going to be a very interesting I'm year of free agency. I guess forget about the finals. I, I mean, know right, who, I know who's winning the championship. No, but I'm, all, I'm always exci- <laughs> I'm always excited to get to April yeah. for when the playoffs start. Like you know, it's, it's a good time then. I always look forward to that. My birthday's coming. Uh, playoffs about to start, so I'm always want to see. So I guess I'm excited for that. Baseball Spoiler will be back alert. soon. Dexter's uh, birthday's in April. There you go. For those <laughs> people that know, I'm not telling you a start, day. Start getting your gift plan. Start getting your gift gift cards. I, I mean, hey, accordingly. <laughs> if you don't want to send some gift cards, or you could do, or you could do the thing that the new uh, the new Instagram girls are doing, the Cash App. I was not even aware of this, Louis. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> He's laughing. Wait, wait why? He's why? Why is he like? No, don't. Like Louis doesn't want to be a part of. Are you a part of this? Sounds like a credit card scam. I don't want to – I've heard about this. Like, Oh, I've had it sent to me already. I don't want to say that I follow a lot of Instagram models, but, but it, you it's – I mean, no, not a lot. Like, you, take fo- you take photos you with Instagram models or no? I mean, yeah, so there's a lot of models on my like, Instagram feed, but <laughs> a lot of girls be like, hey, cash at me. and then, But there's more so like girls that are like, hey, cash at me, and then you'll get something in return. I'm just like, yo. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, nah, man, uh, no, yeah, I'm good. I'm out of, I'm out of that. That I'm, I'm sounds good. real suspect. I mean, it sounds real, real suspect, suspect. And how are you gonna trust that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get do it. something in return. Yeah. What do you think? Who's falling for that? I like, mean, like if somebody said that to you on the street, oh, give me some money, I need some return. Nobody would do that. Hey, hey You'd man. You'd be like, it's stupid. Hey, man. This is the message. This one right here. Have you seen qu- Cash App? Question mark. Try it. Uh, yeah. Try it using my code, and we'll each get five dollars. I mean, no, yeah, that that's it. No, that's a, no, that's a, <laughs> if you can no, see Dexter's no, face no, right now. But don't, 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 don't you just that's listening. actually, no, that's actually like a college thing. A lot of college students do that so they could get money to pay for stuff, essentially. And when like they um, borrow money, they could just use you like hash app money to send to other people. Yeah, bro, man, we're not, we're struggling out here. We need to get, we need to do something to make money out here. Don't fine. judge me. Dex, you were in college, too. I bet you did some crazy stuff to get some money, too. Not Y'all, even crazy. Y'all got $5, I, 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 man. I did, I did some stuff. I, no, no, no. I did some stuff like going to do some research studies that were authorized by. Oh, my gosh. Shut the hell up. No, you didn't. You did more I'm dead than, serious. I mean, you I'm probably did serious. more than stuff. Yeah, but that's other stuff, too, probably, that like he did. Or, like, like what? I don't know. There like, were no cash apps in no, 2000, like, no whatever. Apps. But I bet there were some, like, <laughs> some, um, like, how do I say it? Like, some dares are like, yo, do this, and you get, like, 10 I'll give you like ten bucks, and you're probably like, "Yo, that's lunch for like two days. Nah. Might as well get that's it." That's lunch you know? for one day in New oh. York now. Oh, I mean, yo, I mean, Dex, when did you go to college? Early 2000? 2001 to 2005. I mean, giving come away on. your age again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I didn't do anything crazy. I mean, I, I was in elementary school in that's 2001. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't do anything crazy to get to work. I did. I did legitimate. Hey, man. I did legitimate work. Hey, I respect that, but there's easier ways to do it, and like this new age of like people are doing these easier things, getting these five dollars from this cash app stuff. So yeah, 
Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. <laughs> you sound like somebody's advocating. Like, yo, just maybe you should be hustling. Are you, are you, are you advocating? Are you advocating for... Advocating? <laughs> are you advocating? <laughs> I didn't even know what I said. Are you advocating for the, the thotty Instagram hustle? Uh, I, res- I, I don't want to say I respect it. <laughs> you almost I, did. I, I don't, I, I don't, like, I, I don't really, like, uh, I don't know. I'm, like, indifferent. Do whatever you want, but... I'm not gonna like send any money. Me too. I'm just just leave me alone, cause I ain't giving you five dollars. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I, I don't really. <laughs> see, the thing is, is that like a lot of guys do send that, cause they're like, be honest. They're yeah, they're very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. But that's why they're doing it. Yeah. That's look, but they, but that's why they do it because it works. It's the same reason why the same dudes, yeah. the same dudes DM a hundred different girls because they know five I mean, of them are the gonna respond. Thing. I do the same thing too, but I'm you not have thirsty. a low slugging percentage, but it doesn't matter because I mean, you're gonna get five. You're just playing out the law of averages. Yeah, but I do the same thing, but I don't do it to be like you know creepy. You know what I mean? I do it to get like modest so you're to out shoot. Here in the DM? Yeah, to get modest to shoot. That's I it. I She's hustling to do legitimate work. Exactly. She's about the legitimate. <laughs> exactly. Thank I like how you thank phrase you. that. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, uh, I I respect it too. Yeah. I'm just I'm just asking a question. It's All right. No. Well, now you've been. You're my age. You're like only a year or two older. How you not know don't this? Give away my age. <laughs> give away his, not mine. You don't even know my. Age. Nobody you don't knows know how my old age. I am either. Huh? I, Actually, that's not true. Yeah. Because that's they'll not true because I just Whatever. turned a number, so yeah. They'll all, they'll all figure it out. Whatever. Uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a new coach that's been hired in the NFL, the Rooney Rule. Why I think the NFL probably need to they need to get rid of this rule because I think it's a sham. Um, they're, they're being a bunch of frauds, but we know that about the NFL. <laughs> and uh, the NFL playoffs, are we watching? Do we care? Does anybody care? We'll talk about that when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating. Lyft always has amazing offers for new customers, and I'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today. Lyft is currently offering free ride credit to Ain't Hard to Tell listeners. If you are new to Lyft, then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy. All you have to do is download the app and use the promo code AHTTPOD to unlock your free credit today. Ain't hard to tell who has the best car app service, so use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. The best new sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting, and it's called The Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and BackpackBroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues in the world of sports. Watch all 13 episodes from Season 1 and take The Sports Walk today. Welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry and Brian Fonseca here. Uh, We're talking a little bit about start of 2018 in the right. first segment uh, and you're also watching the Knicks Pelicans Wha- yes I, I have <laughs> Knicks Pelicans on while we are recording this podcast an uh, at the time things are not going well for the Pelicans the Knicks are up 55 45 
Even though by the time someone listens to it, it's not going to matter. But yes, that's how much of a junkie I am. I have the game on that's, while, that's what I was, that's while I'm getting I'm at. I, I, I admit what I am. I have no problem with that. Um, I have no problems whatsoever with that. Um, I think more people need to admit who they are. I know who in I am. In 2018. Yeah, so but they should take. They, no, but they ain't gonna put that on their New Year's resolution. <laughs> I can tell you that they ain't gonna put that. Anyway, uh, speaking of people admitting who they are, the NFL who tries to not admit who they are. Uh, we saw recently, uh, about a week ago, John Gruden was announced as the new head coach of the Raiders, except this was the worst kept secret in football because everybody knew that this was coming. Jack Del Rio, who had coached uh, the Raiders for the previous three years and had them in the AFC Championship game last year, uh, 7-9 finished this year, and then he lost his job, which he should not have lost his job in the first place. Agreed. The only reason he lost his job was because the Raiders' ownership wanted to bring back John Gruden I don't know why. And this is no disrespect to John Gruden. I think John Gruden's a, a solid coach. He's won uh, a championship. That was a long time ago with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then he got into broadcasting um, but hasn't really done much else. So I don't understand why there was such a demand for John Gruden. Uh, but John Gruden went back to the Raiders where he used to coach before, and he got uh, reportedly $100 million over 10 years, uh, the highest contract that he's ever for a coach, uh, which is crazy. John Gruden's making – $10 million a year, what do you pay Bill Belichick? All right, somebody who's won uh, five Super Bowls. I'm more, uh, you're right, first of all, but I'm more on, like, how, if you're John Gruden, granted, you're getting, what, four and a half, rumored four and a half million from ESPN or whatever it is, four, four yeah. and a half million, which is a lot of money. But it's a much less physically taxing, dare I say, easier job to do Monday night football for a season and, you know, some other NFL obligations outside of that than to coach oh, yeah, an NFL team year-round. You know, coaches are – they live different lifestyles. Let's just put it that way. You know what I mean? A lot of sleep. A lot, a lot of sleep. A lot of times you're sleeping in your office. You're trying to figure out, like, what to do. This is, this is legitimate. And with John Gruden, it's like, why would you want to go back to that? But, you know, $100 million. Well, Apparently, he's been wanting to get back for a while. Maybe it was a Phil Jackson situation where Oakland kept throwing more and more money on the table to where he just couldn't say no. Maybe, I mean, maybe it started at 50, 70, and then— I don't doubt that. My thing is, for a couple, there's a lot of things here, but uh, he got a job. Listen, everybody has a right to choose and hire who they want to hire, but he got a job. And Jack Del Rio got fired from a job where he didn't deserve to be fired. Jack yeah. Del Rio had one. He got down fired here. because his quarterback got injured. Yeah, it's I mean, not that's basically. That's yeah. not a bad coaching job. It's not a fire. It's not. But in the basically. NFL, that's kind of how they do it. It's like, oh, you can't. Your your best player gets hurt, and now you can't win. Bye. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, but coaches don't win without their best players. That's something people have to say. I mean, yes, yeah, so coaches yeah. do a lot of great jobs, but they're not going to win a great, great without their best players. John Gruden now is going to have to, I think, unfairly live up to this contract, which I don't think he will. Anything – look, when you get paid $10 million, you get paid $10 million a year, and in the first year of a team that was two years from now removed, will be at the time he starts coaching from an AFC Championship game. I'm looking at you like, you got to get me to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You got to get me to a Super Bowl. I'm not sure the Raiders can definitively – can you definitively say next season they'll get to a Super Bowl? I don't know that. The Raiders are the Raiders, so I don't know what. Yeah, thinking. I don't know what they're, they're, they're thinking kind of or Nixie. what they're going to. Yes, they are. I can say that <laughs> the Raiders are sort of like the, one of the Knicks of the NFL. You know, they'll, they'll tease you a little bit, but you don't trust their ownership. That's kind of what what they are. But if I'm a coach that's won in this league recently, or I've been to a Super Bowl recently, 
I'm Bill Belichick, I'm Mike Tomlin, yeah. I'm Pete Carroll, who's been in two Super Bowls and won one. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ron Rivera, uh, Mike McCarthy, I'm one of these guys, and I'm making those guys all make somewhere between seven, eight, million, six and a half, eight million dollars. I'm looking at this contract. I'm looking at my agent like, yo, can you get me some more money? Because this dude has been sitting in the broadcast booth doing quarterback camp and whatnot, and he just got ten million dollars. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm look. Nobody wants to be paid less than what they believe they're worth. If I and then if I'm Bill Belichick and I'm like, I got five rings, five rings. I got one for this hand, and this guy has ten million, and I'm only making eight. I'm like. Now you can say he agreed that, to the contract, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna feel some kind of way. That may be That's a problem that that the New York Giants uh, may have to attend to because allegedly Bill Belichick might end up there <laughs> somehow. I, I don't Although I, I strongly I doubt that that's gonna happen. Uh, speaking of NFL coaches unfairly fired, your boy Jim Caldwell for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> my boy. I want to know. How's <laughs> he my boy? <laughs> well, we're gonna get into this Rooney Rule, so. Yeah, because well, he's black, he's my boy. Nah. Yo, Jim Caldwell, shout out, man. Shout out, man. Yo, Keep your head up. But my thing, this pissed me off. Yeah. And I don't even care. Like, well, you sound like you does, care. How does Jim Caldwell get fired taking the Detroit Lions of all teams? The Detroit Lions. Yep. To the playoffs two seasons, two times in four years, two times in three years this year they didn't go. And then the fourth season, they're what? Uh, I don't even remember their record. Seven and nine, eight and eight, something around 500. Nine and seven. They were nine and seven this year, yep. and he got fired. They were thirty six and twenty eight this year. I bet you you put that up with thirty eight throughout his four years. I bet you yeah. he's one of the best head coaches that they've ever had in terms of just record alone. Oh, that four year stretch. That four year stretch is probably the best four year stretch of the Lions I've seen at least in my lifetime. How that many Detroit Lions coaches have taken their team to the playoffs twice? Ask for us the five so, nine. So, so <laughs> ask somebody, anybody from Detroit. So here's the thing. They're gonna they're they're gonna hang their hat on before we get back into this Rooney rule. They're gonna hang their hat on the fact that they didn't. I don't believe they won a playoff game in that time, right? They didn't win a playoff game. No. They, so, so here's the thing. You know who hasn't won many playoff games, but he's still coaching. He actually just got an extension. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis has been Cincinnati forever. He, he, he's y'all scapegoat. No, I'm like y'all scapegoat. <laughs> I'm just saying Marvin Lewis though. At some point, it's like, have you delivered in the playoff? I think Marvin Lewis. Has taken Cincinnati probably as far as he can. Now, has he had all the talent? No, but no. he hasn't won, and he's still coaching in Cincinnati. Yeah. Now, Cincinnati might be realistic. Like, we don't know that we can necessarily do better, and that's cool. You have Andy Dalton. You can't. Like, but how? Jim Caldwell didn't deserve to be fired. I both times agree. he got fired because the yeah. other time he was in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Fourteen and two, ten yeah. and six, two and fourteen. Two and fourteen when they lost Peyton Manning. Yes, that was the the, the neck injury year. And then they brought in Chuck Pagano after that? Yes, that's correct. And Jim Caldwell took them to, what was it? They went to the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl the first yeah, year. Super Bowl with Jim Caldwell. <laughs> yeah. They went to the Super Bowl. Man, I don't even care about football like that. But this this Well, this, this, show, this shows me that in football they so, do. But wait, as a career head coach, he's 62 and 50. He doesn't have and a I job. And I bet you because he's gotten fired twice. Yep. And, you know. Uh, you know you know what John Gruden's record was in the last six seasons that he coached? Tell me. 45 and 51, and 0 and 2 in the postseason, but somebody just gave him $10 million. Oh, that, 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 that lighter pigmentation, though, will kind of help you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In the coaching world. 45 and 51 in his last six seasons of coaching before he went to broadcasting, 
0-2 in the postseason. So basically, he hadn't really done much since he won with the Buccaneers. What was that in the early 2000s? Hasn't really done much. 15 years ago. That's 15 years ago. I was a child. Ago. I was in grade school. Me and Lewis were in grade school when that happened. Way to make yourself sound very young. I am. Even though I don't look like it because I haven't gotten a haircut in mad long. But anyway. Yeah, you look like you'd be like on the stranded island. I'm going to the barbershop soon. My barber's on vacation, so I'm waiting. Excuses. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, John Gruden, his recent resume is not that great, but he just got – and I think that's why – another reason I would feel some kind of way if I saw this guy get $10 million a year. But here's another thing. Last week I see the interviews with with, uh, John Gruden, or his press conference, I should say, uh, it was live on ESPN. I'm watching, and I thought to myself, I of said, course it was live on ESPN. I said, wait, hold on. Before John Gruden got hired for weeks, they were talking about, it was rumored that he was going to go to the Raiders, right, which was disrespectful to Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio gets fired. We all knew it was coming. John mm-hmm. Gruden gets hired. Mm-hmm. Then he gets hired, and I'm sitting at home, and I'm watching his press conference, and I'm saying to myself, hold up. Who did they interview? <laughs> because I didn't hear anything. <laughs> about this process of them interviewing <laughs> anybody. Yeah, because you've heard All John Gruden I, the entire way. I heard John Gruden the yeah. entire time. I think Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport were the first people to report it. Then Jack W was fired, and it was like three or four days later, John Gruden's hired. They didn't do enough interviews in that time. Then I started thinking, I said, wait, we have the Rooney rule, which is for those who don't know, listen to the podcast, there's a rule in which every team, when there's an open head coaching position, they're supposed to interview a minority candidate. I said, I didn't hear any minorities about any minorities getting an opportunity to get interviewed here. Yeah. So what I did immediately was I I pulled up my iPad and went on Google and I looked and I was I was like Rooney Rule and Raiders. That's all I had to put in. The Raiders comply with the Rooney Rule. Saw that they had interviewed two candidates. I'm forgetting their names right now because it doesn't even matter because nobody else will know them. No disrespect yeah, but, to those but, guys. But did they do what like what the Philadelphia Eagles did that one time where they were. You knew who, I forgot who, it was after Andy Reid. Like, everyone mm-hmm. knew that they were going to go, oh, I think it was Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. And they just, That's a great example. And they interviewed, uh, was it Brian Westbrook? Or one of the yeah. running backs they had during the Donovan. Back coach, Brian Westbrook. One of the dudes they had during the Donovan McNabb era, I believe it was Brian Westbrook. Yeah. And they just did that. And no, everyone knew, everyone was saying, too, like, oh, you know they're not going to hire their running backs coach to be their head coach because right. Chip Kelly's out there. But, you know, let's just do it to comply with this Rooney. Essentially, they did the same thing. They, they uh interviewed one of their offensive line coaches who is black, I'm forgetting these guys' name, and another coach on their staff already who's under Jack Rio, who's black, and he was like, I don't know, special teams or some other coach. A coach you know that doesn't have much of a track record, and one guy had seven years NFL uh, coaching experience, another guy had four. There was no shot of these guys getting any shot at a head coaching job anywhere, nevertheless with the Raiders. So they did the same thing as you alluded to as, it, as we saw with Chip Kelly, and they, they had these guys come in for this interview. And to me, what you're doing is you're making a joke of the rule. Yeah. You're just saying, hey, let's interview a couple minorities because we already know who we are going to hire, right, and we're just going to bring it in. And some people may say, oh, well, what's, the, what's so bad about that? There's opportunities for minorities to uh, get interviews there. And some people may look at it that way, and I say, well, you know what? You have no idea what it's like to be brought in for an interview where you think it might just be because you're a minority. I know what that's like. Mm. I know what that's like. Okay? <laughs> We've talked about this all day. I, I, I will talk about it now. There was a company that I interviewed for, a very prominent sports media company I went for an interview for a couple years ago. And they brought me in and interview. fantastic. The interview went great. And I thought it was good. Oh, 
we'll, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. We'll call you. We really want to. He's doing this, the voice. Fill this position quickly. <laughs> we want to get you guys in here and uh, get you in here in a couple of weeks. So I was all excited. I thought it was going to happen. And yeah. there was somebody. The reason I got the interview is because it was somebody who I knew that got me into this interview and they thought it was a good fit. And I was a good fit. And uh, I followed up a couple weeks. Didn't hear anything. For those in O'Brien, you know, so didn't yeah. hear anything. Followed up. Then all of a sudden, the position had been dissolved. At first, I was frustrated. I didn't think much of it. But then, mm-hmm. I started speaking to some other minorities who interviewed with this company. Same thing was happening to them, where they felt that they were just brought in for equal opportunity employment, which was a bunch of nonsense. I could get into that another day. Hmm. You're brought in just because they want to say that they interviewed a minority co- content. But if you look at a lot of these places, in sports media, you know this, and I know this because I've been working in this for years, there isn't a lot of equal opportunity employment. You can go to any of these offices of these major sports publications that works, and you can just take one look around the newsroom, and you will see everybody looks the same. <laughs> everybody looks the same. <laughs> and they don't look like me, and they don't look like Brian. And, 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 and if it's exactly who I'm thinking of, then I interviewed for that same company not terribly long ago. Yes, it is the same company. Okay, so we're and, on the same and page. you should know. We're not exactly. gonna name names. We know exactly. You can kind of figure it yeah. out if you've been in our yeah. shoes. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all can. You guys can probably figure it out, and you can look at websites, tons of places of people working there, and you'll see exactly what it is. Yeah. But the reason I bring that up is because this is a problem with the NFL. Am I surprised about this? Is going to the NFL that the rules are changed? No, the NFL has shown throughout the years, and all the reason I haven't watched the NFL this year, they don't give a damn about minorities. <laughs> they don't care. They haven't shown to care. And so this is just reflective of this. So my thing is, if you're not going to make more stricter policies on the rule, then let's get rid of the Rooney rule because it's not helping anybody. It's not doing anything. It's clearly not creating more opportunities for minorities. Uh, We still only have one Latino coach, head coach, right? We're still, we're just starting to get some some women now into coaching. There's still uh, very few amounts of, black head coaches and GMs, which has gone down even more. Guys aren't getting the opportunities to interview. You can't get the opportunity to interview when somebody brings in a John Gruden. They know they want him ahead of time. And you know what? Nothing's going to change because these com- these companies, these teams, know who they want before, and they're not interested in equal opportunity employment. So let's stop trying to act like you are because we know damn well y'all ain't interested. I would like to see how one of these meetings goes. We should we should try to simulate one. Which of those. meetings? The fake meetings? <laughs> yes. Oh, the like ones when they bring, like when they bring them in just just for that. For I'm talking about for football and de- football. I think I know how it goes. <laughs> now there's no way I can prove this because you're gonna have to have some kind of record or recording or whatever. So let's so let's let's you let's, come in. Let's contact Brian, Brian Westbrook. Brian Westbrook. <laughs> hey 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 Brian Westbrook. How you doing, man? You know you like being with the organization. Uh, you know you're doing a great job as running backs coach. One uh, of our greatest players. players last right here. We're, 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 not, we're not really here to talk about an interview. We're just going to talk about you know, for just taking the time to see him do this. Go raise your salary a little extra next year. Oh, here, how's this check look right over here for your salary for next year? And Brian Westbrook's like, okay, yeah, yeah. But you're not. But to be clear, you're not trying to say anything bad about Brian Westbrook. No, I don't think. It's I'm just. I'm mad at Brian Westbrook for getting his money. Yeah, I'm mad at him. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, just, mad at him. I'm mad at the process. I'm it saving you. It wouldn't surprise. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if some of these guys are. It's in the form of a salary increase or promise that it's kind of. They're not really calling it hush money, but it's kind of like hush money. Yeah. To say that oh you know you've been interviewed, but now assistants can't talk, so you'll never be able to get this stuff from them. Um, but it would be interesting to know what that process is like. I, it's a sham. 
Right. The process has been shown to me that it's a sham. And until it's truly addressed, and I think really people really complain about it, I'm surprised that more people aren't outraged over the, what happened with Gruden in this process or what happened with Chip Kelly. Because it struck me immediately as I was watching the press conference, like, yo, where were the minority yeah, candidates? Yeah, who did they I didn't even hear about them. Like, you didn't even hear about them. And it's not just the minority candidates. What about other candidates, no matter what their race are, that are actually qualified to be in that position? They didn't really get a true shot or a true interview. You know, it's not just about minorities. It's just about anybody else in the process. And I think it's a sham, and I think we have to truly adjust. And I, I think it's time for the Rooney rule to grow, to go. Real it's quick, time for because Lewis is telling us we got to go to break. Uh, do we care that the Jacksonville Jaguars are now in the AFC championship game and are probably going to lose to New England? Sorry, Amber. Um, I'm happy for Amber, uh, Amber Coots, who is a, a <laughs> guest on our podcast, who's a big Jaguars fan, one of the two Jaguar fans I know in life. Um, <laughs> the one that I know in life. Uh, one of two that I know in life, and I'm ha- I'm happy for them. I mean, I know obviously I know a ton of Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and I haven't gone to college in Pittsburgh, and friends who still live there. Um, I know they're down and they're sad, and they can put their terrible towels and take them and dry their tears or whatever they're gonna do. Um, they're always sad because they think they can w- gonna win every year, and they're a little arrogant. But um, do I good? Think I'm glad. Do I, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm hoping that Jacksonville gives New England more of a chance than people think. Oh, I hope they beat New England. Oh, I hope so, too. <laughs> just straight up. I, I hope so, too. But that's, it, that's, just, that's just me and, you know. No, you know why I hope so? It's not even that as the Jet fan in me wants that. It's that oh, New I England now, we have all this turmoil. We're like, you know, it's like, oh, them and Belichick and Brady and Kraft might be beefing. That's yeah. just going to further it more if they lose. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here for that narrative. I want I want, I want to see it get messy. Well, I just don't get along with a lot of Patriot fans. So we can leave it at that. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Go Jaguars! <laughs> yo, Patriots fans are like, yo, we not listen to this podcast. Yo, forget this podcast. Uh, you think people from Boston listen to this? Boston? Um, uh, minorities from Boston. Well, <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> but if you're not, you can listen also. No, we, we welcome everybody. No, We're just playing. I around. think open-minded people everywhere listen to this podcast. There you go. Close-minded. There you go. We know, we know that Spencer Dinwiddie does. Yes, we do. Congratulations all right. <laughs> on all your success. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a break for our final segment. We come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, just a bunch of random things. Sometimes we like to go real random. Uh, NBA All Star Game and voting that's coming up soon next month. We'll talk a little bit about that. Go uh, Jaguars! Back. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> on the A Hard to Tell podcast. What's up, listeners? You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating. Lyft always has amazing offers for new customers. And I'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today. Lyft is currently offering free ride credit to 8 Hard to Tell listeners. If you are new to Lyft, then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy. All you have to do is download the app and use the promo code AHTTPOD to unlock your free credit today. Ain't hard to tell who has the best car app service. So use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. 
It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via TeePublic. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting TeePublic online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash lic backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. Podcast episode 15, uh, first one of 2018. We are back. Uh, NBA All Star Game will be next month in Los Angeles. Uh, Are you going? No, I'm not. I'm not going. I wish I could go. I'm not going. I actually have something to do that weekend. I don't remember what it is I have to do. I have something that I'm doing that weekend. Yeah, that same. I'm sure I will. I just something I have work-related, but so I will not be out <laughs> in L.A. I will not be partying with the unicorn Chris Cass Porzingis. You <laughs> uh, should be representing the Knicks in the All-Star game. Uh, vote KP. Um, yeah, All-Star game, I was talking to a friend about this recently, and we were talking about whether or not We've spoken about this for the last couple of years. Do we care about the NBA All-Star game anymore? And I'm mm. starting to realize that I always was kind of like, a lot of people say, oh, the All-Star game, they play no defense. I've always kind of been like, I take it for what it is as like, you know, playground basketball game. Yeah. But then, you know, I've been thinking about how I felt about it the last couple of years, and I watch it more, and I'm kind of like, yo, after like the fifth uncontested dunk, yeah. I'm kind of like over it. I'm like, I, I, like, this is cool, but I don't really need this. So now I think I'm at this point where I'm like, yo, I'm fine with just naming All-Stars. I like everything else about the weekend. I like the rookie-sophomore game because I think those guys actually play a little harder. Right. I like the and, – And you like seeing, like, the you know, the, stars yeah, the guys who have next. Yeah. Uh, I like um, the three-point contest, the skills competition. I, the dunk contest have been down on for a bunch of years now. I think it, it, nobody's really done anything that's really interesting. Yeah, I was hyped about um, – what's the dude's name that's in Miami now that used to be with Phoenix? That he was in the G League. What's James his name? Johnson. Not James. No, Johnson. no, 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 no. no. Uh, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, those things excite me. Derek Jones Jr. Oh, Derek Jones. Jr. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> those things excite me, but I'm not. I don't know if I need to see the game anymore. I'm like, let's just name the All Stars. No game. No have game. all yeah. Have all. This <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is like, yo, <laughs> yo, why is that crazy? Your bucket. What? Yo, what man, like, nah, nah. What the All Star game, game is a, like a fun no time. Game. Yeah, and I don't know what he was talking about. The last dunk <laughs> contest was like pretty. Was it the last one with you um? The one before Aaron Gordon and, and yeah, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. That was, Zach just, Levine. But that that was, was the first good one in a, in a long time. No, but before that, Zach yo, Levine was killing it too. I was just like, what? Remember a few years ago, Brandon? Brandon's taking photos for us. You know what I'm gonna say? Remember a few years ago where they had teams what <laughs> wait what do you mean teams the dunk contest teams yeah, it was like teams. yeah and there was no winner it was like teams it was like john wall Yo. i think was in it and two other people oh my god the, they've been trying the dunk contest they've was been the, trying the to Zach revamp Levine it and aaron gordon was one of the best dunk contests that we had seen recently yeah but in the last i could say like 12 years it's been horrible okay uh, i understand that i'd rather but fred jones you, you have a problem with me saying there no should be the no game. game. You know why? Here's the thing. Here's what I will say. All right? And everybody knows my age. I'm 34. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, saying that, I'm saying that, you know what? I get why the the game is appealing to, like, 
younger kids who just, when I was young, I loved the All-Star game. I wanted to see all my oh, favorite yeah. players together on one team, go up and down the court all crazy, throwing lobs, even though nobody's playing defense. Now I'm older and I watch the game of basketball, I'm like, it's not that hot. But I understand why kids want to see that. I should, you know, so maybe I'll say, I don't want to take that away from them. If they want that, that's cool. I'm just not. Yo, as Brian, excited. I don't appreciate that. He's trying to send us. He's like, yo, these kids, let them have, no, no, let no, them no, have their fun. Nah, as, man. But no, as, but as your, but, but, I'm not saying don't but have But even fun. just talking to NBA players, you kind of realize, like, yo, most of these dudes just want to go on vacation. Skip the week off. Just skip the week mean? off. Like, I feel like a lot of them, if they could, they probably just be like, eh, I'm not. They'd be like, yo, I'm happy to be named an All Star. They don't like being in LA this year, I'm sure. I'm like, I'm happy to be named an All Star. It's a great honor. We know everybody is. Do I need to see all of them play? Nah, and really. Honestly, I didn't watch. I don't want to see. I know KP doesn't want to get hurt. I don't see any Knicks get hurt. Yeah. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. Th- that's also why hurt. they put up a lot of th- Once I see the 10-3 go up with like six minutes left in the first quarter, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm over this. Yeah, see? I don't watch all-star thing. games like I used to. I'll still watch the dunk contest, most likely, uh, just to see who's in it. Um, there are some guys, um, Terrence Ferguson. Is somebody yeah, I would like in to see in the dunk contest? I don't know. They, they don't have an announcement yet. I, I'm oh, okay. I want to see. Jr. Is in it too. I want to see Terrence Ferguson, Larry Nance Jr. Uh, I'd like to see Rondé Hollis Jefferson, maybe. Uh, you know, guys like that, like guys who will excite me. Maybe they'll Yo, be. Yo, when creative. is LeBron gonna do it? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Why? Why? That, Yo, that, that bothers me. I wish that he did that because the first few years I was like maybe, maybe, maybe. Didn't Kobe Once do we it? got to like 2007, yes. 2008. Kobe did it. Come on. Kobe won against Vince. LeBron's not gonna do it now. Why? Was he gonna do his body the rim? He could though, like he's still super athletic. He could definitely do this. He could, but he's not. To, he's man. not gonna do it. I, but those are some people that I would like to see. Maybe, maybe they bring back. Uh, Zach Levine's not gonna do it. Maybe Aaron Gordon does it. But I you think, know what I mean. You know, I think if I, um, I actually like the celebrity All Star game. Oh, I know. Uh, no, no, I don't I care. About I, it. I actually watch, I watch that, that sometimes. But depending on who's that. in it, nah. I was over it when they had Kevin Hart for eight straight years. He's gonna be here again, probably. Would you be shocked if he's not there? Because he did. Because he did. Um, Jumanji. I don't. Want, I don't care about celebrities. <laughs> I would want to see The Rock in the Celebrity All Star game. Hasn't he he's done it once? Fact. I feel like he's at least done it no. once. He's too big to dribble. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't <laughs> even know if he plays. <laughs> he's, first yo, like, he's from Hawaii. I think he plays rugby. He played rugby, not I like care less. Rock? Yeah, rugby. I can care less about who watching. Would you like who, who? Who would get? Who would get you to see the Celebrity All Star game? Nobody. There's <laughs> nobody I care to see. Not even. Not even fifty year old Hov. No. I don't care about watching people who can't play basketball. Why, why would you as want that? Why would, why you would want I fi- want to watch that? A lot that? of people would. I'm just 50 year old hope. Why would you want to see his old rusty cell running down the court? Why would you do that? If thing? I want to, if Yo, I, if you Barack want to Obama's, um, what is it, his right hand man or whatever? That dude was nice. Nah, but the, this is the All Star game. There's Yo, definitely younger people. Celebrity All Star game. I don't care if I want to see basketball that bad. I can go anybody. You can go to your local Y <laughs> and see the 50 year old dudes on the court. The basketball is gonna be just as bad. I, I like, don't need I to like, turn on my TV to see that. I like when they have the WNBA players there because they just bust everybody up. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see it. Like, I, I, I never watch it. I will not watch it. Do not care. So that's my thing. If you still enjoy the All-Star game, I'm not trying to crap on it. I can understand. Snoop Dogg might be in it. I understand why it's more appealing. But I think as you watch basketball more, and I think you're starting to get there where you're like, oh. yeah, after I, so, I, st- I, I, still, I still might tune in, but after a certain point, I'm like, Okay. Just called Brian old. How do you feel about that? I didn't call him old. I'll be there soon. I told you I'm shaving my head in my twenties. It's coming. 
Okay. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys, and you think Lewis is here trying to start trouble <laughs> about calling people old. Nobody's calling anybody old. If you want to watch the All-Star, I'll probably will still look at some of the All-Star game this year. We'll, we'll have to discuss speaking of old, what we think of in the speaking after. Speaking of old and troubled, uh, we were talking about Eminem's album. Oh, were you able? <laughs> that's a transition. Were you able? Damn. Transition <laughs> with shots fired. Like, damn. Trouble can mean a good thing if you're a rapper, but no. Not in but this case. In, 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 in partial seriousness, um, were you able to get through, what, what was that? Revival? You forgot to mention <laughs> Um, no, I don't. I don't remember. I all was I was, like, I personally was not able to finish the rival. I started it. Um, I, I love. I, I love Joe Budden's reaction. Nine or ten tracks in, and I, li- I. It wasn't. I was legitimately doing something, so I actually stopped listening. <laughs> but it was like, you know, when you're like, I stopped. No, I legitimately had something to do. So That's I was so like, funny. No, I don't with, care. With, with the intention of coming back to finish. But then I realized, like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, yo, I stop, and then you're like, yo. I wasn't really that good, so I really have no incentive <laughs> to go back. So I don't want to go back. So I didn't go back, and I haven't gone back. I should have. And nobody I know who's listened to the album has finished it. I ha- nine to ten is a lot, isn't it? I've gotten further than most people I know. I Let me pull up the track list because I don't even know how far I got. And I didn't even go in order either. It's, I just went through the You know, songs. it's it's you it's, told me that the songs for Fresher wasn't terrible. Not and close, I wanted to know how the hell all. did Fresher get on an Eminem album anyway? It's so not, I just wanted I to think know. I, that's no offense to Fresher. And by the way, should have prefaced this by saying Eminem could still probably out rap just about anybody ever, but uh, not But um, his body of work, and that's something <laughs> we have to talk about. His body of work, now you have to look at it. Jesus, look at I these think reviews. You have to go to part and say it's he's kinda overrated. People like to put him up there in terms of the great rappers of all time, but he, in my opinion, he does not have a classic album. And not one. No, I think he's something that's close to a classic album to Marshall Mathers LP, all but right. I don't think he has a classic album. Uh, and I think he has a lot of albums that are just, quite frankly, not that good. There's some good songs. Next is about to get shanked. Some people, white and black, yo, are coming for God, you. Yo. <laughs> they, they come for me. They come for me. Then I'll say to them, "Oh, when's the last time you listened? Tell me the classic Eminem album that you just recently bumped." They're gonna be like, "Uh, uh, uh, I don't know." They're gonna be like Marshall Mathers LP two. That was because they had a rap god on it, <laughs> which is a good song. But what else do you listen to on that album? That's Go it. ahead, tell me another great song. I dare you. Hey, I, I pretty much agree with most of what you're saying. Although I think Eminem is a classic, and that doesn't mean that I don't think, like, as far as just pure rapping, I don't think Eminem is one of the best, like, pure lyricists or rappers. That, yeah, that's he different. is. But to me, as an artist, you have to put together good bodies of work. When you haven't done that, I cannot put you with Jay and Nas and Big and Pac. I can't put you up there as that. And some people want to do that, and I'm yeah. not going to give them a pass. Now, what I find interesting about this album is <clears throat> Eminem got a little more political on this album. And for him, and I think it was coming from a genuine place. So part of that I actually like. You don't think he was reaching trying to get a response nah, like Joe nah. Budden said he did? No, nah, I d- actually don't think so. I okay. actually think it's coming from a genuine place. Right. I don't think, because I think he was actually trending towards that. Because he said he was disappointed when he didn't get a response. I think That he was just, after the freestyle. But I'm not shocked because if you look at Eminem. You want to talk about overrated? No, <laughs> if you look at Eminem's fan base, the majority of his fan base that identified with him being this, you know, I'm kind of the angry, troubled, white kid, blah, blah, blah. And some of the questionable lyrics that Eminem has had over the years, including, you know, doing offensive stuff to women, uh, killing he, his he wife. He made Kim. Right. <laughs> All these things like that. And there's a lot of people, let's just put, talk about 
kids who liked hip hop that were white suburban kids that identified with that, yeah. right, and followed. So now when he goes with his political, you know, I'm not rocking with 45 stuff, yo, some people in that base were like, yo, nah, we're not here for that. I'm t- I think that's part of it too. Now, I also think part of it, the music just isn't that good. That's, well, that's my that real counts. Thing the music isn't interested. good, but I do think it might be interesting to look at his sales have declined a little bit. It's still good and better than most people, but I think some of his base were like, I don't know about you coming at 45. Like, we kind of like 45, so nah. Oh, okay. I see yeah, what you're saying. That's where I'm going with it. <laughs> but I think it still comes down to the music, and I don't think the music is that good. And I do think Eminem, for quite a bit of time, has been given a pass. I think if other people – I can see where people get a pass if they have, like, a classic album. Yeah. Like, for example, Snoop Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg's pretty much lived off of Doggy Style. <laughs> he has no album that's come even close. I was gonna admit, yo, I, close I had, to really having another another good or classic album. He's had some good singles with Pharrell, right? But Snoop Dogg, at least I can say, dude has a classic. Well, in fairness to Snoop Dogg, a lot of men have lived off of Doggy Style. But I see your point. <laughs> yo, yo, that was bad. That was so. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It's great to know that he can amuse himself. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop has lived off of that. M is kind of, you can say he's kind of going off the Marshall Mathers <laughs> but I don't think that that is a classic. And where, tell me the last album that's really wowed you by Eminem that you think is great. You, you tell me. What, the last Eminem album that I thought that was great? Like, Eminem oh, show. really good. Eminem show. Because Encore. I like Recovery. Encore, Encore had one of my favorite Eminem songs, like Toy Soldiers. Actually, it had a few. There are a few songs on it that are great, but then it's too much like Fack, and then I don't even know if I can say that. Nah, that's fine. Uh, but there's like a bunch of songs on it. Um, what's the song where he's throwing up? I don't remember. I don't I even know, but there's like it might be the same song. Just lose it. You know what I mean? And then Relapse had um awful album. Yeah, Relapse just had a bunch of stuff. I don't actually think it's awful. But I think it's not far removed from I that. No I didn't like Recovery, me personally. I did. I and Marshall Mathers, I, I LP, Marshall Mathers LP2 I thought was decent, but I didn't – Decent's not great. Like, in what world is Decent, right, like, a great album? By off of decent. And I don't even think this is, out, this is like, crazy because I think most people are starting to kind of s- echo the same sentiments. Where it's like, yo, when was the last time he really put together a universally uh, – album thought of to be universally a classic? Eminem show. Is the de facto one in my opinion, and a lot of people will say he know, had. A lot of people will throw Eminem show, Slim Shady LP, uh, Marshall Mathers, the first one, and Infinite, <laughs> where he was you know rapping like A Z, and That's, trying to find his sound and things like that. That know, was very. First I think uh, what I'll say to this is I think Eminem if he wanted people just to, like Infinite because it's a lyrical miracle album. But anyway, I think <laughs> if he wanted to put out an album that was just a pure rapping album and has some structure, and you want to hear some things that he can speak on as a grown man. So if, I know some people might say it's hypocritical that he went from, oh, he was talking about, you know, killing his wife and all this other stuff, and now he's become more political in his album. Look, people grow. No, that's just, But the yeah. music still has to Look be good. Look at Jay-Z on his last yeah, album, yeah, and Nas on his last yeah, album. Yeah, the music still has to be good, though. You still got to have good beats over good production, yeah. and it has to flow. And yeah. this album, it's, it appears that while I think he's trying to get some good content, he's all over the place. So I couldn't finish it. Maybe someday I will. Don't really care to do it right now. Um, yeah, I'm not in any rush to get back into that album. I, I mean, I hope Eminem could bounce back for this. Maybe this is a wake-up call for him because 
Reviews have been awful across the board. Yeah. By, by everybody. Yeah. I haven't. It, I, I want to meet the person that tells me, like, yo, this album's fire. I don't know if I'm be able to look at them seriously. I'm probably gonna laugh in their face, but I want to see the person that's like, "Yo, this album's fire." Somebody told me that recently. Oh my god! And I'm trying to remember who it was, so I could. Was it Lewis? Man, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> Lewis, have you heard the Eminem album? Uh, no, and I really never really listened to Eminem. I heard like, what is it, the Slim Shady? What is it, the first song that he came out with, Dr. Dre? My name is. Yeah. My name is. That's yeah, some I, Slim Shady that's about, that's about the the only song I've ever listened to. Besides that, yeah, I didn't really care for Eminem. I mean, I see why people like him, and like like you said, the rela- relatability of like you know a white rapper and stuff like that. But oh. I just. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it's kind of like, never mind. I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. Nah, you got to go oh, now. <laughs> we'll have to find out. Off, off. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 I ain't going to do that. Where he was going to. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. You know, but I guess I will put this out there as we wrap up. One of the things we'd like to see in, in 2018, maybe Eminem can bounce back. Maybe, maybe. I don't care if he does, to be honest with you. <laughs> Like, I don't. Yeah, for real. I like, want Royce's gonna album. Benefit? You know Who's going to benefit? Who's going to benefit from the album? going to put another album out, but I'm saying maybe. But I've never, here's the thing, I've never in my, and I like Eminem, and I think he, like, we talked about this already, as a rapper, as just a straight rapper, like, he can out-rap most people that have ever touched a microphone. But I have never in my life sat and was like, yo, I can't wait till that Eminem album Yeah, drops. me either. I've uh, never cared enough. Yeah, I, I, okay, I can say that, and I, yeah. feel, I feel the same way, and I've never felt that way, um, but, you know. To be it's fair, there are very few people that. I, What's that ironic is the album's called Revival, but after that album, Eminem needs a revival. <laughs> he definitely does. He definitely needs. A revival. So after relapse, did he need a relapse? And after recovery, did he need another recovery? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, all those things. After happened. encore, he needed another encore. No, we didn't need that. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that we didn't need. That we didn't need. But uh, that's it. We're good to good to be back uh, for 2018. Is episode 15 of the A Hard Cell Podcast. Uh, we'll be back uh, with another episode. We have some good guests coming up for you guys in 2018. Uh, we have another episode coming out fairly soon. So stay tuned. We encourage everybody, please uh, subscribe to the Backpack Broadcasting channel. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, we also will be announcing the details of a new contest for you guys uh, that you can join. And so you'll hear that on the next podcast. We'll have some details on the contest. We'll be putting that out on Twitter as well, too. Um, so a lot of good things coming up in 2018. Brian is back. I am back. Uh, a lot of good things to look forward to. We'll have more for you the next time we see you guys on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Follow your New Year's resolutions. <laughs>